Episode 32. Just six weeks? Welcome to the SaaS Venture Podcast. Sharing the adventure of leading and growing a bootstrapped SaaS company. Hear the experiences, challenges, wins, and losses shared in each episode from Aaron Wykey of Leadferno and Darren Shaw of Whitespark. Let's go. Welcome to the SaaS Venture Podcast. I'm Aaron. And I'm Darren. And as you maybe can surmise from the title when we're recording this, there are just six weeks left in the wonderful slash amazing slash what the hell year of 2021. You know, I prefer to not think about it. So thanks a lot for adding that stress to, <laughs> to, to, to that load to, to my mental load, Aaron. I know some of it is getting older, right? Where time just absolutely flies by. Like I can remember being 12 and like a year was a decade, right? Like right. the totally. summer could never come fast enough. <laughs> you know, whatever couldn't come fast enough. Christmas yeah. was never coming. Like all, all those yeah. things took so long. And now I'm like, I can't believe there's six weeks left in this year. Like it's insane. Totally. I think that's because your lifespan has expanded. So it's like, it's just like, it's like the time space continuum just keeps growing. So it's like, yeah, I remember being about probably seven years old and I was like, Oh, Hey mom, can I go over to my neighbor to the neighbor's house? He invited me over to, for, to play. And she's like, okay, you got to be back in half an hour. I was like, that's so much time. <laughs> <laughs> it just felt like an eternity. No problem, mom. Yeah. My uh, my five year old son, since you like brought up that time frame and age, he has like no concept. So he like asks how long he gets to do something, and then whatever time frame you give him, like he decides if that's a long or short time frame. Yeah. Um. And like he he could be happy about being given twenty minutes and upset about being given an hour because he just <laughs> still hasn't figured out what that looks like. And then <laughs> he has this awesome thing where he mixes numbers for minutes. So. He'll be like, well, how long is that going to be? Like 16, 19 minutes? <laughs> and I'm like, are you really like there's a three-minute window you're really worried about here? Or it's <laughs> it's awesome. It's one of those things that I've like tried to mentally store and put away that to to bring up 20 years from now. Like, with what what did you think 16, 19 minutes was? Like <laughs> totally. you need like a log book where you can like write these little things down. Oh, totally. Those things they they go by too fast, and then someday you're struggling to remember because there were once hundreds of instances, right? When I look at my three older daughters, I'm like, oh, right. I, I have a hard time sometimes remembering you when you're five and all the crazy things you said. So yeah, totally. Yeah. Well, six weeks, that's a short amount of time to try and do all the dang things that we want to get done before. And you know what it makes it even worse? Like basically work stops on December 20th. Like it's not like you, you, it's actually shorter than six weeks because that last week is, is, often a write-off. I don't know how your op your business operates, but we mostly shut down. Yeah. I usually like do that, but you know, when you're in complete hustle mode trying to make sure you make it in life, like yeah. I'm 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 on the path of like, yeah, just you know, sell your soul and work every second you can to hopefully sure. get to a point where you can take a few minutes off here and there. <laughs> 
Yeah. Well, you're selling your soul for a brighter future. So you're, you're putting you in the time now and, and you're going to retire in five years and, and it'll, be, it'll be worth it. There you go. Yeah. I would love to have that happen. So yeah. I, uh, I don't want to forget. I wanted to give a couple of listener shout outs, Darren. Believe it. Since our last episode, I've had do, two different phone calls where people were brave enough to bring up or, or you know, stupid enough to bring up that they listen to the podcast. Right. Yeah. What one was uh, Steve Zamet out of Australia. Uh, he has a company called Real Estate Uno, and he's actually looking at. Uh, being a, a partner and a customer of Leadferno. So awesome. Yeah, that that was really exciting. Uh, and then I just had a conversation the other day with uh, Griff Emery, uh, who runs a, a reputation firm called Shout About Us. Um, and he listens to the podcast as well. So Steve and Griff. Yeah. And look at you. Now you're shouting about him. Yeah. Well, I was like, listen, if, you know, I'm actually talking to real people that listen to us, right? It's like, it's, yeah, it's great to look at, you know, we look at our analytics and we get a, you know, anywhere from 200 to 400 downloads each episode, depending upon yeah. how interesting or boring we are. But like when you get, when it's, you get to equate it to like a real person, that's, that's like that's really awesome. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, shout out. Thanks for listening. Everybody, yeah. <laughs> it's like when you're on Twitter and then you know somebody comes up to me like, "Are you so and so on Twitter? I recognize you from your avatar." And it's like, "Yes, real life from Twitter." <laughs> you know what I always get when people recognize me from Twitter? They're like, "Oh, I didn't realize you were so tall." Because <laughs> it's like the only reference they have is my tiny little profile photo, right? So yeah. they're like, "Wow, you're a lot taller than I expected. I, I didn't pick up on that." Maybe you need to like list that in your bio. I should, yeah. Or I could just have my profile photo be like a full length. I don't even like stretch it out or something. <laughs> your, head, your head's missing. <laughs> there's there's something like with perspective so you can understand how tall, but then your head's missing. Like, wow, he's really tall. He's off the screen. <laughs> this guy must be tall. And then there won't be any, uh, you know, any confusion when people meet me in real life. There it's you worth go. it. Yep. yep. They're, they're actually looking for, where's the tall guy without a head? That's right. Oh, there he is. That must be Darren. <laughs> uh, <laughs> recognize my torso. <laughs> I, I know those hips. Oh man! All right, we're gonna we're gonna really get off track here, but we so, already are. Yes. Yeah, I think we, we are immediately off track the minute we like pop into this thing, and then we somehow rein it back in, and then yeah. fall off the tracks again. All so. right, bring us bring us back, Aaron. <laughs> bring us All back. Right. Ask a question or something. Yeah, there you go. So. With limited amount of time yet, do do you have anything that you look at that you're like, you know, I I want, I need to get this done by the end of the year just so it's not leaking into next year? Is is there anything that looks like a priority like that for you guys? There is, there was, but gosh, like just after a conversation yesterday, it's like one of these times where I'm, I'm really questioning about shifting gears on our, our like prime objective, um, which... I know that freaking happens all the time. But so I did have something in mind that was definitely a, a pre, you know, bef like within 2021 launch, definitely want to have that out the door. But um, yeah, now it's now it's gone. We're, we're launching stuff all the time, like in terms of content. Um, we've launched a new service, um, like our website management add-on service for our GMB management. So now it's like full SEO. So on the agency side, there's lots of launches happening and, and customers are now asking us about hosting. So we're going to have hosting as a service offering. Uh, that'll definitely launch before uh, the end of the year. 
But on the software side, well, okay, yes. <laughs> there is there's definitely one major thing, but that's that's like a couple weeks out, I think. So that one's coming soon. And that is the ability. We're going to launch our location manager, which is kind yep. of the, the foundation of our platform. And then location manager allows you to place your citation orders, like if you're ordering business listings, through our location manager. You just like go into location manager, import your locations from GMB, place an order for listings, which is a much better experience than the stupid spreadsheet we've been sending people for the last 10 years. It's like, oh, you want to order citations? Great. Fill out the spreadsheet and send it back to us. And so that that's a really clunky process. And that process will be solved before the end of 2021. That's that's definitely a goal uh, that we will achieve. And I feel confident that we're, we're going to hit that one. Nice. Now, I know that's kind of like a fundamental building block of... Yeah a bunch of layers that you're going to put on top of it is, is that release a big pivot in itself or will it take another couple of layers to like kind of fully realize or really get the momentum going on, on that new direction? Um, no, the, the release is a, is a, a real start. It's like this, this, everything really shifts at white spark, uh, investment into our standalone software pretty much stops at that point and all hands on deck go towards building out the features within what we're calling platform so that happens pretty much on that release date yeah i think what i'm getting at like is is this first step of it uh changing something in customers interacting with you where you can now say yes we have this yeah or is it just it's making a process easier and it's going to enable the next things that you put on top of it to be like, oh, you couldn't do this before. Now you can. This is great. Yeah, it, it's an enabler. It doesn't give us anything right out of the gates other than like, yeah, don't send us a spreadsheet anymore. Instead, add it here. So it's not super exciting. It's There's a there's a bit of a marketing uh, launch here where you know we promote it to our customer base and, and we'll promote it wider. But it's one of those things where it's like, you know, you have a feature launch and people are like, oh, congratulations on uh, joining us in 2021. For, it's like every one of your competitors has had this for years. So it's not that exciting of a launch. It's like, oh, well, that's not a big deal. It's it's really what comes after it that I'm excited about. All right. And will, will you be working to get your customers to self-convert over to this? Or are you doing a manual conversion to get everybody onto it? That way, when you have these future releases they're going to be able to notice them in something they're already interacting with and logging into yes so basically it um we're gonna have anyone that is currently ordering citations we just flip a switch you can no longer send us a spreadsheet okay you, you have to just add your locations into location manager um there will be an option like a lot of our agencies that we work with they automatically fill out that spreadsheet place an order it's just like part of their process right so we will have an option to add your location by importing the spreadsheet. You just press a button and it pulls in the, the data from the spreadsheet since so many agencies are used to that. Yep. But um, we really want people to connect to GMB and we're going to be uh, promoting that hard within the platform. Like the, It just seems like, it feels like the only way to place an order is to connect to GMB and import the location. Interesting. Yep. And uh, along those lines, definitely one thing I wanted to ask you about is, right, the big news and I, I didn't even pull every last aspect apart, right? Google My Business has kind of yeah. changed its management 
features and where you manage it from and and things like that yep. to Google Business Profile. Is that what it is? Yep. GDP? Yeah, right? GDP. <laughs> and how is that affected your guys's Google My Business service at all? Are there any adaptations mm -hmm. that you have to make? You're managing it different. What, is, what does that look like? So, so far it has had no uh, impact because nothing has really changed. It's kind of an announcement of like what they're going to be doing. Um, but the agency dashboard will remain the same. Our service will remain. The only thing we have to do is just change it from Google My Business Management Service to Google Business Profile Management Service, which doesn't yep. quite roll off the tongue as well. But the um, it really has no impact. And if originally I was like, uh oh, this looks bad and it may uh, have a negative impact on our business. But now I think it actually is a positive for us because the search based interface for managing your listing to me feels clunky. And so I think it may be even more daunting for small business owners. And so they like, I'd rather just have someone else manage this. Yeah. Some, give, give this to some experts. So I actually think it'll be beneficial there. And then I also think it'll be extremely beneficial for uh, the software that we're building because they're, they're kind of making it hard. They, they don't want small businesses to go into the dashboard to manage their listings. But wouldn't it be great if someone else had a great dashboard that you could use instead of the, the Google one? So I feel like it actually positions our software uh, better. So... I think it's going to be a good thing for us overall. Nice. Yeah, that, um, I mean, you answered what my next question was going to be as if the confusion, the shift, some of those things that, you know, many in the local space feel like is coming from the shift from being able to manage, uh, manage it in a dedicated app environment or interface environment to managing it through search results. If that confusion opens the door, just as you said, for people like to, to heck with it. <laughs> let, yep. let someone else help me with this because it's not yep. I, I know it matters but it sure feels like a hassle to to do something with it um that's i i hope i definitely hope that's the case for you Do, does it make you nervous at all with google's like propensity to change and remove apis and do whatever else if you you build this beautiful interface mm -hmm. to manage it and then they'll be like yeah we're shutting it off <laughs> like, yeah it does and i've always had that like it's hard to hitch your business to another business because <laughs> google yeah. can do whatever they want and so um but it has been the nature of local search since i started and the pivots um you know, it's just part of the game and I don't mind at all. And, and usually uh, we can shift gears and, and, you know, things are changing all the time. And so it just keeps us moving, keeps us on our toes. And uh, I, I kind of like it, actually. It gives, it gives us something new and exciting to build on a regular basis. Yeah. Well, it sounds like there's some definite advantages and opportunities. You've already outlined it. So I, I, I hope those are realized for you. That would be awesome. Yeah, thank you. How about you? What are you What are you going to do in six weeks, Aaron? What are you going to launch? I'm going to launch it all. <laughs> launch it all. Sweet. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> You're really doing it. Yeah. Our two big items, and I'm, I'm pretty sure I discussed this the last time we hit record because this has been a known for a while, but yep. um, Zapier for integrations and then our mobile apps. So on the good news of, of things, our Zapier app is in public beta as of yesterday. So we started doing some testing uh, and have a, a few kinks so far that, you know, we found and, and working mm -hmm. out. But like 
feels really good to like have that there and to start to, you know, okay, um, when a lead is one in Leadferno, create a subscriber in MailChimp. Um, yep. when, a, when, a con- when a new lead comes in in Leadferno, create a record in Salesforce. All, right? Right. All these different scenarios and applications that prospects and customers have asked us for, we're now able to uh, offer a solution. And, you know, with, with Zapier's reach, like such a, a wide one, right? Like they're, they're yeah. 4,000 apps in their yeah, marketplace now. And so that's that's really interesting. And then you also start seeing ways that like, okay, it'll be interesting to see what feedback is or other things people want to do with it that maybe we have to create, you know, more triggers or more actions in, in Zapier. But mm-hmm. um, there's it's a very like strong feeling of going from feeling like a locked solution to an unlocked solution. So... That's I'm excited. I think it's going to be a big one for you. I can see that really opening up the flexibility of the app. I know that personally, as one of Leadferno's first customers, uh, we will take advantage of the pipe drive uh, ability, right? So we would love to have um, any any new contacts that kind of progress past the qualified stage. I want to cre- I want to press a button and boom, push them into pipe drive. Yeah. Yeah, I would think in Leadferno when you marked that conversation as one because you set them up into a demo or yep. booked a meeting or whatever else, that that status change to one would then uh, put them in as a contact in Pipedrive. So that's awesome. Yeah, that's going to really uh, improve our workflow. And because, you know, one of the things that can happen, and I actually have a few and they've been haunting me. It's like these conversations I had in Leadferno, and I'm like, oh, I got to remember to put them in Pipedrive. It's this, this thing that I, I keep forgetting to do. And it's like, I'm going to do it right after we record this podcast so I get it done. But yeah, having that button will be really helpful. So, what is the. When do you move from beta to uh, an official launch and, and promote it to the world? Yeah, so they kind of have a, a staged process mm-hmm. for getting out of beta. The easiest way to get out of their beta is if you embed, right? They, they basically have a widget of like your, you build Zap templates, right? Like, hey, here's 10 common uses. Yep. And if we market those in our app, which what we're going to do, um, and you're able to show them, send them screenshots, and they have access as well to see that you have that in there. They remove right. you out of beta. Oh, yeah. If you if you don't do that, you have to have 50 zaps set up and working. Once you cross that threshold, they pull you out. Right. So we look at it, right? We already have an integrations page where we feature our Facebook Messenger integration and our Google Analytics integration. So we'll be adding Zapier to that. Yep. And then adding, you know, it's just kind of... Uh, helps give people ideas on how they can use Zapier. And, that you know, for them, mm-hmm. it's great. That's great marketing because, you know, most people really quickly, you're going to run in and be a paid Zapier customer to to utilize, it, even though they have a free plan. Yep. If you're getting any amount of usage, and then once you realize the things you can automate, then you usually start thinking about all your other pieces of software and processes yeah. you can build. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think I think that works out really well for them. So, yeah, right now I'm I'm just kind of wait. I had a handful of invites that I sent out yesterday and I can continue to invite so I can like invite you and you guys can set up your your pipe drive and stuff like that. Great. I just yeah. 
couple of the small known things that we ran into yesterday. It's kind of like, all right, let's solve those so that the next batch we sent out, we don't get the same feedback on, mm-hmm. oh, I thought this would work this way or I'm getting this. Help me out. So, Sure. Well, that's exciting. And so, sorry, what did you say would be an actual expected date? Like, I know you've got to get that stuff in the app. So when do you think you'll have that in the app so you can show it to them? And and, and do you think it's going to happen in two, three weeks, four weeks? What do you think? Yeah, I, I would think by the end of November, we should have that done and we'll be able to market it at the end of November. So nice. I, I mean, really the way they do it, it doesn't even have to be public just because we can advertise it with call to actions of let us know mm-hmm. um, if you want to use this. And I've been proactively reaching out to our customers and kind of setting it up like, hey, do you want access when it's available and things like that? Mm-hmm. But yeah, it will be nice. And it's great to get out of beta because then you can appear in search results and you know, you're know you on Zapier's site. And that that thing is just like, man, what a SEO wizardry trap based on like all of the pages they've built yeah. out for every yeah. app being integrated with each other. Like it's, it's, it's unreal when I look at it just from, you know, I, I spent so much time on the site researching how other communication tools and the the triggers and actions they offer and what they integrate with and their pre-built templates and zaps, you know, what is drift doing um, things like that. So it's like, you look at some of that stuff and you're just like, Holy cow. And then, yeah, you spend so much time like, man, this site is just so full of content. And every time you just type in, it's so easy to get to the Zapier results for like every piece of software that's out there. (laughs) Yeah, their SEO strategy was it's like this incredible case study of for SaaS growth, like they, they recognize the opportunity of like creating these pages for every possible connection. Yeah. So it's like, this connects to that. This connects to that. They have like so many pages. I think they're even automatically generated. And that content drives so much search traffic. They went from, they they added millions in MRR through that strategy, which is, yep. it's, it's a real amazing case. It's yep. been written up in a, in a number of SaaS publications and, blo- and blogs and podcasts. So uh, yep. you can definitely look it up. It's, it's a real incredible story. Yeah. And they're just well laid out and they're so actionable, right? Because like yep. those Zap templates are like, oh, you want MailChimp to talk to Salesforce? Try it for free. Like, let's, let's set this up. So it's like, yeah, totally. It's so easy and approachable. I, I, I've, it's been in, I would say when reaching out to like our customers, 90% when I'm like, you know, are you familiar with Zapier? Do you have an account? They're like, yep. And here's my email, the accounts under to give us access. Um, <laughs> one one uh, agency that's working with us, he's like, no, he goes, but I'm so jealous of every other business I know that runs everything through Zapier. He's like, we haven't used it at all. So it's like, yeah, the, you know, for the majority, you know, so many people know it. And and there's even, I haven't even researched, there's a couple others uh, that are in the market now uh, too, but Zapier just has such a like brand name built uh, and is so well known. Yeah, is awesome. And then another thing is like, they, everyone that is building an integration is selling Zapier. Yes. <laughs> it's like you're about to promote Zapier to all of your customers. Yes. It's just, it's just this amazing engine that runs itself. It totally, it totally is. It's a flywheel, baby. So yeah, I want that. Yeah, I got to figure out how to do that. Exactly. It's one of those is like, oh, if I can figure out how that works, that would be really awesome. And there, there's you can definitely see some of the content strategies and plays 
if you can get to executing it, right? Because I even yep. look at like, okay, there's, you know, I, I already know a handful of apps that like, you know, we're running zaps for and whatever else. And I could be writing content for those, you know, based on like um, how how to get more notes or conversations into Salesforce records, right? And somebody could just be looking for that and then end up reading like, oh, well, if I'm having these conversations through Leadferno, then I can get them into there. Or, yep. um, you know, if somebody fills out a gravity form and I, if I add the phone number there, then you can add them as a contact in Leadferno. So now you can take them through any of your process items or send reminders or updates via text, things like that. So it's just, it's so interesting and it unlocks so many things. And then, yeah, you realize you can build your own kind of content marketing strategy off of yep. the benefits and the efficiencies that it can bring. This episode of the SaaS Venture is sponsored by <laughs> yeah. Zapier. Yeah, totally. There's a, there's a, there's all your free promotion, Zapier. We're the only ones giving it to you. <laughs> That's right. Uh, our next segment is sponsored by Apple and Android as we try to get our native apps done. So right, yeah, that's that's a big one. Yes, it's a big one, and I really feel like it's the the game changer. Right, we've. We've crossed a thousand in MRR. We have some traction. We have, you know, paying customers. Um, but more often than not, I have people who are like, who have said, uh, when you have integrations and mobile, mobile especially, reach back out to me because right. that's kind of a showstopper for now based on, you know, mobile first world usage, all these other things. So, yeah, getting through that um, has, you know, I, I'm definitely anxious to get through that. And I've even paused the aggressiveness of like my outbound and things like that because like I, I already, I can already feel the preconceived notion on what I'm going to get, right? It's not like yeah. yep. that mobile access and mobile experience is much different than when somebody's like, oh, you know, I'd like a feature where I could email the transcript to the customer after the the interaction like that's not a showstopper for somebody that's a like oh it would make it nicer and whatever else but like mm -hmm. not having a mobile experience definitely is is a showstopper in it so yeah especially for any service area business that is you know out in the field doing work in any variety yeah. they they need to be able to respond to those messages in real time now, it's it's something i don't even care about like i guess it'd be nice to have if i'm sitting on the couch in the evening and a message comes in but for our business as a SaaS business we don't really need the mobile app we have our support team on the lead ferno all day long you know, during our regular operating hours and it works great there definitely is an aspect to mobile like this emotional aspect that i'm getting excited about is right we we have a test app now and we kind of keep lit like layering on the the features and and bringing them into the 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 mobile apps and it's like getting the notifications right when you have a a mobile native notification that's like new lead fernal lead and here's the name and here's the info and here's their reply right like the this the same way those of us you know i guess the majority of our listeners are probably slack users yep Right. And you you're able to see those conversations in your notifications yeah. and know what you need to pay attention to and know what's there. And for me, especially right, the, the dopamine hit from this new lead, this new conversation being started, like even in the test, like, man, the first day we had notifications, like 
you know, just to be able to keep seeing the lead Ferno flame icon and new lead, you know, pop up on the notification. I just kept sending myself all these notifications over and over again. Right. Well, and the, the, the best part was like, um, I was basically sending notifications that were like MC hammer lyrics. <laughs> Whenever you're feeling down, you just send some notifications. Totally. And a bunch of like, you can't touch us. Right. So, right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was yeah. getting a kick out of that. Our, our too legit developers were probably like, what is going That's you. on? That's like, you, Aaron. You're too legit to quit. Oh, <laughs> uh, they're, they were watching a lot of nonsense, uh, fly through yeah, the air, but of course. <laughs> yes. So you can get, uh, those notifications, that information. Um, <laughs> yeah, a, a, a bunch. Yeah, totally. it's, it's really kind of endless to, to some degree. Right. So, you know, that made me wonder about something as you talked about Slack. Is it with your Zapier Zapier integration, is it possible to zap to Slack? Yeah. And there that's now? yesterday. That's actually where I stumbled upon oh, a couple of things that, that I wanted. That's awesome. That we needed to do different yeah. uh based on a a few pieces. Um I was I was sending messages into Slack, into a specific channel um in Slack. Right, and being totally. able to, to yeah. see them there. So yeah, nope, there's there's definitely some exciting things with it. So, but yeah, just to you know, have have that aspect of it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my my hope, fingers crossed right now is like that's one of our like our last big hurdles yep. between integrations and mobile that you know, as I mentioned, the majority of requests from here are things like yes, helpful, valuable, but they're not they're not things that are like non-starters, right? Like uh, until you have this one thing or have it this way, like I'm just sure. not going to be able to use you. And it, yep. and there there might be a couples that are kind of like outside what our direction or our strategy is. For sure. Um, like the fact that, and, and I think the big one being, you know, we're just not interested right now in like SMS blasts. Um, we want to be a, a, a two-way. We want to facilitate conversations. We want to focus on getting more of your website visitors to reach out to you and ask you questions. Mm-hmm. And then secondarily, then help you have stronger, quicker, better communication using messaging with, with your customers. So it's not to say we won't someday take a look and say like, okay, yes, we'll allow you to like build lists and then blast out a list of 50, 100, 200 to invite them to an event or announce a sale or whatever else. But it's like, yeah, I don't know. I look at the, the market's so saturated with a lot of those things. There's a number of things you need to do differently with how you get permission from people mm-hmm. and things like that. You definitely run more into the world of, you know, spam and yeah. getting reported and how carriers view you and, and, and things like that. So sure. I, I could see that possibly being one, but yeah, I'm just so, so excited on the mobile side. And as I mentioned to you, like we've had all, we've had this great momentum for like the last four weeks. Yeah. Um, and you know, it's come a long way in that time. And we're doing, you know, at, at worst, we're doing like an every other day release of like the next version and then our lead developer on it went on vacation this week. So it's just like, yes, it's like you feel like you're you're surfing this awesome wave and like the reef just reached up and grabbed you and like slapped you down. And it's like my withdrawals of not getting like updated versions is so harsh right now. So, right. oh man. 
Yeah, and so we're talking about six weeks. Uh, is there any chance mobile app will be done within six weeks? Yes. Is, are you that close? I, I feel like we'll know a lot more. So um, when that engineer is back, mm-hmm. then we have a, a full sprint that I'm hoping at that time will be a majority of cosmetic, right? We've just gone really hard on like yeah. build the features, whatever. Every screen has some spacing, some font size, like has all these things, but it's like, let's get it working. Let's get it operating. Yeah, totally. Let, let's utilize all the features that we have. And then we'll go through and clean it up. And, you know, we've, we've already, we've kind of built a prioritized list. So, right, let's say that there's 80 items to clean up. It's like, start with number one and let's just see how mm-hmm. far we can get. And at some point we'll decide like, hey, we're really, as long as we have the top 30 of them done, we're willing to like totally. release it and have it out there. And they just keep tweaking it, right? Yeah, exactly. Yes, and then push a new version in a couple of weeks or a month that cleans up the rest of those uh, and things like that. Yep. So yeah, I'm I'm really hopeful like second, third week of, of December, we'll, we'll either be at the point where we're like, allowing our customers to be able to start using it and testing it, or we'll be like, all right, we're submitting for, you know, approval to the app stores. Yeah. And I know that you chose Flutter as your development environment uh, specifically so that you could iterate on a mobile app as soon as possible. Now that you're deep into it, are you seeing the benefits? Do you, are you like, oh yeah, this is working out great. And I'm really happy we chose Flutter. Yes. Um, Just because Right, it's it's really been about four weeks of development to take us from nothing until to like you know the the app that I'm testing on my phone yeah. is usable. I can have a conversation back and right. forth with a with a prospect, puts them in my contacts, everything else. So really, the majority of the work is just creating the mobile view screens. Um, and then there's there's some things, it's almost peeling away. There's certain things from Flutter Web that will just not be used in mobile. So it's almost like peeling some of those away more so than like adding things right. uh, for mobile for how it's going to work. And totally. our backend developer doesn't have to do anything, right? These are just all of our front end mm-hmm. Flutter developers that are doing the work. And so our backend developer was able to work on our OAuth process for the Zapier app. And uh, she's just finishing up this week's scheduled messages. Um, and then front end will be able to take that and implement it after that. And then we'll move her on to some reporting stuff next. And she's not having to specifically do anything for the app because everything we've already built yeah. is is app friendly and can be pushed to the app. Nice. Well, that's exciting. So, you know, you mentioned kind of slowing down on the sales because you keep getting hit with this mobile app. Uh, objection. So I guess January 1st, you're going to open the floodgates and uh, and be driving tons of sales. Is that the plan? Yeah, absolutely. I'm looking forward to like, you know, I already have a bunch of content and ideas in my head for how well the mobile app uh, is going to play into that. Some of the talking points. I've started going through and kind of building some of the like cold outbound lists um, and things like that that I want to do. Yep. Um, so yeah, definitely looking at that, right. That's like, that's a frustrating part. You already talked about it. You have, right. Like Thanksgiving week is kind of a toss out Christmas to new year's is mm-hmm. a toss out and depending, like if you already have your stuff together, like at, at gather up, I would have an avalanche of sales, like the last 
10 days before Christmas, right? Like yeah. what one year we went on a family vacation to Mexico, maybe like a week before Christmas. And I think I closed three of our five largest deals ever on the same six hour flight to Mexico. Like it was just, I worked <laughs> the whole time and I was just sending SOWs and contracts to our CFO and like getting it going because like end of the year budgets and spending and whatever else. And it's like, yeah. yeah. Panic buying. <laughs> yes. And at, th at this point, right, I have nothing lined up. So there's, yeah. you know, there's no good, there's not a killer pipeline. The, the talking points still getting those pieces in place. So I'm really looking at like, okay, how, you know, what, I, what, I haven't looked at the calendar, what, whatever, like once people are over the holiday malaise, how can I hit the ground running, putting together a, you know, a webinar and letting more people like see it, see the app, see the mobile app, see, see all the pieces, yep. then being able to get yep. into a cadence of like a monthly webinar with here's what we're working on and here's what's new and things like that. So yeah, to, to me, it's like the, the, the mobile app is at this point, like that final frontier where I can just go all in on sales mm -hmm. and just a really big transition from 90% product to 90% sales and marketing. Nice. Well, we'll have a lot of sales stuff to talk about then as that, as that fills your mind and, uh, and occupies your time yeah. in the new year. That's such a huge thing, right? It's like, yeah, you've got a great product. How the heck do you get it in front of people now? And how do you close yep. those deals? Yeah. And it's like, uh, man, I'm, I am really struck by like, how do you even do this when you start from scratch without right at this stage of my life, I have, a great network. Mm -hmm. I have people I've earned a reputation with. I totally. know so many kind yep. people, including yourself that are willing to like, yeah, if you built it, I will try it and I will say good things about it and I will help you out. Right. And it's like, man, if I tried to do this 20 years ago, like would I get anywhere? Like without all that support system, like yep. it's hard and I have a hell of a support system. <laughs> exactly. And I think about that a lot as well. I feel so fortunate to have kind of started in my industry at, at so long ago that I've, I've had the opportunity to build connections and meet people. And that is so important. And I would say for any listener out there, if you're not investing time in networking, connecting with people, just being friendly on the internet, yep. you know, that stuff is just, it, it pays dividends and it obviously you're not doing it with the sole purpose of, oh, I need to build my network so I can sell to these people. It's just a matter of, of just having connections. It, it's really critical. Uh, if, if, if you're starting out from scratch without that, uh, yeah. it's going to be nope, tough. Totally agree. I mean, I just view it as doing all of those things over time are just deposits and someday you need to cash that account out, right? Like right. you're either on a big venture, you're taking a big step, you have a big career move, whatever it might be. But like, yeah. if you've put something into it all along, there's much more to draw upon than like, I've never given anything to it. And now I'm in a bind and I could really use some resources. So Yeah. And I hate to think of it as so transactional because it's not, it's not this like transactional right. thing. It's like, it's just... It's, I guess, karma building, just being a good person and 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 being good to other people ends up returning good stuff to you. There you go. What goes around comes around, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, I think you are way ahead of the game in karma points, Darren Shaw. So oh, uh, I think I think no. you're doing I think you're doing just fine in that department. 
I got more to give. You want something? Just hit me up. Uh, <laughs> Send me a tweet. I'm willing to help. Takers apply. <laughs> exactly. I have a form on my website. Awesome. Whatever you need. All right. Well, with that, let's uh, let's give it a wrap. Let's do our best these last uh, six weeks that are really only slash four and a half weeks. Yep. And uh, may- maybe we can uh, sneak in a recording just before the end of Christmas and do a little uh, do reflecting it. Christmas on the year. Yeah, the Christmas special there. <laughs> I'll wear a Santa hat. It's going to be awesome. People will be able <laughs> we to, can sing, they'll, they'll sing hear, carols. Yeah, they'll hear our Christmas joy. We'll sing carols. It'll be awesome. So. <laughs> All right, let's do it. I'm in. As always, I'm, whatever you suggest, I'm in. Sounds great. <laughs> okay, great. All right. Yeah. Well, thanks for uh, thanks for catching up, Darren. Thanks everyone uh, for listening. Uh, I look forward to. I mean, hopefully, we'll have I'll have more real life conversations with uh, our listeners for other reasons. So it's been yeah, great. Me too. Hit me up. I got free stuff for you. <laughs> <laughs> Darren's Darren's got what you need. So all right, take care, everybody. All right, thanks, everybody.